0: this podcast episode is brought to you by the outcomes rocket network where you get your healthcare insights from the most inspiring healthcare podcasters
1: hey y'all welcome to the outcomes rocket network the future of global informatics podcast where we discuss global informatics through conversations with industry leaders and innovators so that you can understand what it is, what it does, and how it shapes the healthcare of our future. I am your host, TJ Southern. Hey, y'all, hey, y'all, good day, good day. Welcome to another episode of the future of global informatics. It's your girl, TJ Southern, and today we have Nicole Thomas. Okay, I'm gonna get y'all prepared. So like I always say- Get your pen and your piece of paper, because I am sure this one is going to drop some gems for y'all today. So we have Nicole Thomas. When I tell y'all that her rap sheet, I'm going to just let her tell, give y'all some (laughs) of her background herself. So, Nicole, tell the people about yourself. Tell them who you are.
0: Absolutely. So first and foremost, I definitely want to tell you, thank you, TJ, for having me on. I always like sharing, you know, my story, really and truly sharing the journey of becoming because a lot of people look at the Nicole Thomas right now and they think that I just woke up like this. I'm like, listen, I'm not Beyonce. I did not wake up like this. It's truly been a journey and it's been a journey of becoming a journey of lessons, lessons, mm. and so many other things. So just a little bit about me. I've been a nurse now going on 18 years. My yes. <laughs> Yeah, my career started. Pretty, um, pretty standard, right? I graduated from nursing school. Um, I was twenty one when I graduated. Mm. Graduated from nursing school, went straight to work at what um, one of our charity type system hospitals here in the state of Louisiana, and worked on a general med surge floor. But because it was a charity type teaching facility, state run facility, anything you wanted to learn, TJ, you could learn it. Ah. Anything, anyway, right? Um, And so with that, we really and truly service the underserved population, right?
1: Okay.
0: I worked on the floor for about, I would say maybe two years. I had a a small daughter um, and the 12 hours were just not 12 hours for me. I couldn't do them anymore. I needed something different. And so I went off into home health because it was more flexible, but little did I know the story of becoming was starting right. Now that I look back on, I'm like, okay, I get it now. I was becoming, but anyhow, went into home health. Did home health for I would say about five solid years, four to five solid years. Wow. It really and truly um, allowed me that flexibility that I needed as a new mom. More importantly, it really and truly allowed me to start to see the the disconnect that was happening between. Inpatient and what was happening when these patients get back into their environment, right? We can control mm-hmm. what happens in the hospital because I'm gonna tell you when you go eat when you get your medicines, mm-hmm. you know, when you go to therapy, all of these different things, but when you get home, it's a totally different ball game. Mm-hmm. And so in that 2011. The state of Louisiana made a decision that we needed to prioritize our Medicaid system to a managed care system for two top reasons. Number one, we couldn't afford it anymore, right? The mm. state the didn't have any money because there was no management of it. Providers could bill for whatever they want, you know, just things going out the wazoo. They couldn't afford it. Number two, our healthcare outcomes were um, probably ranked at that time out of the 50 states. We were probably at like number 49. We ain't mm-hmm. made that much progress, but we were very, very, very low, right? Um, I think mm-hmm. it was Mississippi then us. So, We made that decision. The state made that decision. And I was, at that time, I served as the associate director for medical and clinical operations. And I helped that government um, administration to make that transition, right? Mm. TJ, I had never been in leadership in that capacity in my life. Like I had done, you know, like charge nurse. Um, I had done a little bit of supervisory at the Home Health Agency, clinical resource manager, you know, things like that, but never anything on that level. Mm-hmm. Right, and so long story short, what I started overall, I was responsible for every single year for the department that I was over. I was responsible for saving them three point two million dollars every single year. Wow! Is really this is where I learned TJ that healthcare is a business. Mm-hmm. Come, on. healthcare is a business. We have mm-hmm. to call it what it is, and nothing is wrong with that. Because somebody has to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Somebody has mm-hmm. to pay for all of these different things your providers, the lights, the water, the two by two. Somebody got to pay for it, right? But in that saving them, I started to identify various elements within vulnerable populations where we were lacking programming. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, cool, bit. Mm-hmm. Y'all need y'all $3.2 million. We need this program over here mm-hmm. in the hood that's going to help us to be able to get the access to health care that we need. Specifically, mm-hmm. at that time, it was special. Like, it was very, very bad for vulnerable populations that were on Medicaid to get access to specials. So I was like, okay, cool, bit. Y'all want what y'all want. I want what I want for the community. Let's play ball. Mm-hmm. And so, what I started to do was build these community programs that would address the need, direct need of the consumer, right? The Medicaid patient, but at the same time, it was decreasing ER utilization, it was decreasing inpatient stays, so they were saving money. So everybody was winning. Come on. Right, Come so I did that, and that's where I really and truly started to understand the journey of who I was becoming because I was always that kid and that chick that I was community based. Right, when my mom would go to church to do different things at the church, I wanted to be right there with them while they were taking blood pressures and passing food. I always wanted to be what a happiness was, mm-hmm. I wanted to be what a people was, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so it just made sense because here it is that I'm this top executive. At this for this company, and I'm going in and like, so you go go to the facial sauce, I'll pull up. I don't have no problem with pulling up, right? Mm -hmm. Those are my people, right? Mm -hmm. And so that journey led me into meeting a lot of different people, really and truly understanding Mm -hmm. the need, and me understanding that the impact that I could build because of the pipeline and the relationships that I had built Mm -hmm. without having to deal with all of the back end red tape. Mm. 2015 impact nurse consulting was born and originally started tj as a legal nurse consultant now let me tell you i won't do nothing with legal nurse consultant because i don't read that much okay but i just needed something to start (laughs) i'm keeping it real with you okay but it ended up formulating into a full-fledged healthcare consulting firm once mm. I really understood what my purpose was, right? Mm. What what the impact that I want to leave. Um, and so that's my journey um in a nutshell of of becoming a nurse. And the people ask me a lot of times, well, why did you become a nurse? Why did you want to become a nurse? And I I keep it honest with them, you know, my story of becoming a nurse. Was not the cookie cutter. Oh, because I want to help people, absolutely. Yeah. Because I love people. But if I'm being very honest with you, yeah, I need a way out the hood. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, something that would give me stability that I would always have a job in, revenue mm-hmm. in. Right, I could create sustainability and longevity. And so that mm-hmm. was the thing. But at the same time, TJ, understanding that I wanted something that would allow me to go back to where I come from. You see what I'm saying? Nice. Um, so that that was why I became a nurse and my journey, you know, sometimes I look at it and I'm not going to call you 38 years old. The things that I have accomplished in my journey of being a nurse, the things that I have accomplished with touching lives, the things that I have accomplished globally, right? Mm. So one of the things that we were able to do, 2020, middle of a pandemic, impact nursing and social security's first global contract. Mm. Talking about a little black girl from the hood, right? But I say all that to simply say, I always lead with authenticity and I always lead with community at the source of it. But more importantly, I always, always going to say, what impact can we make? If it's not going to impact the bottom line at the end of the day, I'm cool with it. And the bottom line is not always just money. Let There's me tell problem. you this.
1: Let me tell you this. I told y'all to get y'all pen and y'all paper ready at the top. I mean, she didn't drop so many nuggets yeah. now. I'm trying to go back like a kid in the candy store and pick half of them up. That, y'all don't have to worry about this because I am going to have her back. Okay. So let's just clear that air right there. So you right now have impact nursing. Now I'm going to rewind this or send the train back just a little bit because I I want to make sure that people understand. Yes, we are a podcast that talks about global informatics, but the butter that's folded in that bread y'all is entrepreneurship. <laughs> and that is the reason why I plucked Nicole to put on this podcast because yeah. I don't want you guys to think that nursing, nursing informatics Healthcare is just this one siloed box. It has so many tentacles. We can do so many things and go so many places. And Nicole shows us that. So that's why I brought her on so that we can get all of her wisdom, all of her knowledge, especially for my new nurses that are looking to come into this field. And you know that you don't want to be on the floor. You already know that the floor life, you're not about that life. That was me. I already knew that. I knew I wasn't about that life, (laughs) right? So I'm trying to help you and educate you and give you different ways and avenues and to help your thought process change. Don't leave nursing just because all you see is working on the floor, 312s. It's beyond that. It's beyond that. And I'm trying to introduce you all to things beyond that. Okay, so Impact Nursing. We gonna go back there. Yes. What are you guys doing with Impact Nursing? Can you talk about it right now? What you guys are doing with Impact Nursing? Yes.
0: So Impact Nurse Consulting, it is threefold. So, well, really twofold. We work on one end with government entities and also healthcare organizations to implement innovative healthcare solutions that are going to ultimately improve patient healthcare outcomes, Mm -hmm. right? So for them, if you're thinking from the mindset of government entities and healthcare organizations, you start thinking CMS, you start thinking quality. You start thinking all these different things that impacts their bottom line, right? Yep. Which a portion of their bottom line is their money. Yeah. On the other side of it, it's the patient healthcare outcomes, right? Yes. So what are the things that's our quality that's going on here. Sometimes it could be a simple issue of you all need some professional leadership development in here. Nobody's on the same page, mm-hmm. which is why everything is going wild, which is why ultimately the patient is suffering, which is why because the patient healthcare outcomes went bad, every patient in here got a UTI, which mm-hmm. is why CMS came back and pulled their money back, right? So that's one part of it. The other part of that is we work with different businesses and corporations to help. to implement uh, we develop implement and then maintain employee wellness programs i am a firm believer and we all know that a productive employee uh, a healthy employee is going to be a productive
1: productive Mm -hmm.
0: right Mm -hmm. if they're not well mentally physically emotionally they are not going to be able to be productive for you as the business owner Mm -mm. and so I, i think that it's important for businesses to start taking more of an ownership uh, the wellness overall of their employees, mm-hmm. right? Start investing more in that because that's an investment that if I'm, look, if I'm good mentally, mind, body, soul, everything, I'm showing up and I'm ready, mm-hmm. right? But if mm-hmm. I'm not feeling well because my hypertension, it's through the roof because I'm so stressed because I have all these things going on. I'm going to start calling in. When I do show up, I'm going to give you half work. You know, things of that nature. So that's what we do on the, you know, in our businesses and our corporations. Mm-hmm. So impact nurse consulting, you know, it's, it's multifaceted. It's really and truly geared specifically to what the client needs. Yeah. But one thing that's always at the center and that makes us stand apart from any other healthcare consulting firm is that if Every single thing that we do, TJ, is going to always have a community component to it. Mm. So when we go in in these organizations and we do our initial assessment to assess the problem. I have to go talk to the population you serve. Mm. I have to go to the community and find out directly from them. Why are you not taking your laces? Mm -hmm. Why did you miss this appointment? Because a lot of times they will tell you what their problem is. I'm not taking my Lasix and I didn't come to this appointment because I don't feel like sitting on the phone all the time. This lets me know the organization, you need some type of technology built in
1: here. Right
0: yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so it's those type of things that we do, but that's what makes us stand apart. I always, um, because I'm a community health, populations health nurse. So I'm going to always bring that element into every single thing that it is that I do. Because if we think about healthcare and and COVID-19 showed us this, everything for healthcare is going to start at the community level. Because mm-hmm. what do we live? Mm-hmm. We live in a community.
1: Yes. Yes. No, and no. let me tell you this. And you see, mm-hmm. since... Well, I will actually say a little bit before COVID, you start hearing SDOH, social determinants of health. Right, we know that this is a huge initiative that's getting ready to come down with Healthy People 2030. I mean, just huge, huge CMS initiative. And so, what is that social determinants of health? It's taking everything back to what you said—the community, right? It's starting at that base, understanding where their barriers are that are at that level, so that we can, in turn, change their outcomes. And I love how your organization is doing that. You know, as you stated, if the system, if the healthcare system has a problem, right? The first thing that you do is you say, okay, well, let's go back to the patients to really see what their problem is. And then from there, we'll be able to tell you what needs to be done so that you can change those outcomes. I love that fluid, you know, I love that fluidity between the two. And you're a connector. You are a connector between the community and the organization. And I love that. My question for you is, because I know that you sit in that entrepreneurial seat, right? I'm actually going to ask you two questions. So Mm -hmm. the first question is, and I'll save my other question for later, but the first question is, When you are going in and you're assessing for, you know, your people in the community, and then you're going back to give this information back to the healthcare organization, or you have to assess the healthcare organization, do you find it more times than less that you have to end up implementing some type of technology to assist?
0: Almost every time. I I would say probably 80 to 85% of the time is some type of technology, something. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. That's the barrier. Right. Let's just take, for example, you know, African-Americans between. So during COVID, we saw a huge spike of African-Americans, particularly males, between the ages of 30 and I think it was 43 with increased incidence of chronic kidney disease. And a lot of them ended up, you know, in stage renal disease going into dialysis and saw a huge spike in that during COVID. And so in doing that assessment and and finding out what happened, why, how did we get here and not even recognize it? It came back to technology. And Mm -hmm. let me tell you how, more specifically, what we started to see was these particular males had hypertension, right? They knew they had hypertension, but what do we know about most males? They are workers. Mm -hmm. I got to go to work. Mm -hmm. I don't have time. To leave my, my job and go to this doctor's appointment and miss half a day because most of them are working factory type jobs. They're working in plants. They're you know doing that type of work where they don't really get paid time off. So time mm-hmm. is money. Mm-hmm. And so what ended up happening is they weren't getting blood pressure medicines filled. You know, the heart leads to kidney. We can go through all that stuff there. But it all came back to if these particular organizations had some type of technology component embedded in, whether that be I could just simply go on my phone and make my appointment versus me having to sit on the phone 20 minutes on my 30 minute lunch break because I work in a plant mm-hmm. that I'm not even supposed to have my phone in. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So now I'm
0: not going to even get a, I'm not going to even worry about getting an appointment. I'm just going to keep on going to work until my body say no, no more. Right. Oh so it could be technology just as simple. And so when you oh think gosh. about that, a lot of it with the generation and the populations that we're servicing, everybody wants it right now. I want microwaves. And if I can't get microwave right now, pop it in and pop it out, it's it's too much of my time. And so what can we do, especially for this generation right now, who we are starting to see a lot of healthcare disparities to continue to grow? Because you would think as things continue to evolve, science gets better, that we will see it going down. But no. And it's because, let's be honest, if I call my doctor's office and you're on that first ring, I'm not calling back. I don't have time mm no. you know, so oh a lot of, yeah, I would definitely say eighty to eighty five percent of the time is some type of technology, something that we have to implement, wow, so
1: nurse informaticists, here you go, right, <laughs> here you go. When I tell you guys all the time that we are the connectors between healthcare organizations, technology, and the end users, right? This is a prime example of how her team could have used a nurse informaticist. Mm -hmm. We go in there and we build out whole entire systems for outcomes, patient outcomes, such as this. So, as I tell you all the time, there are jobs, there are positions out here available for us. I know that nursing informatics is still a discipline that is yet to be uncovered, right? We hear that all the time. The nursing informatics, you know, what is it? What does it do, right? We are problem solvers. Just what she said. We are the ones that implement that technology. So that's why I had to ask you what was really that technology piece, man, man, man. The other thing is about your entrepreneurship. Are there other opportunities for nurses in entrepreneurship? The opportunities are endless. Hmm.
0: They are endless.
1: Thank you. Amen.
0: Here's one thing that I want to say about those opportunities. It needs to be an opportunity that aligns with your greater mission as a person. Oh, love that. It cannot be an opportunity that is good for Dr. Nicole or for money. Because remember, I started this off talking about the journey of becoming. When I go back and I look at who I was in elementary school, when the teacher was calling home saying, "Miss Helen, I love Nicole. She's a great student." Because you asked her to stop teaching my class, I'm the teacher. She's not right. <laughs> <laughs> we always wanting to be in the mix of the community block party that was going on. When I look back on all of those things, I've always been community embedded, and I've always been a connector. Mm. I'm always connecting people, connecting dots, connecting this X, Y, and Z. Mm. So this fits me. Mm a zone of genius, right?
1: Yeah. So So your passion pays While the
0: opportunities are endless, I just always want to make sure that nurses know, go do what what really and truly fuels you and not what looks good on TJ or not Mm -hmm. what looks good on Dr. Nicole. You know, right now, there's a lot um, in the wellness space, the IV Mm -hmm. hydration space. I have some amazing friends that have amazing businesses in that realm. But that's not for everybody. And that's okay. It's so much more. And, and especially, you know, one of the things you just said uh, previously about the implementation of informatics and, you know, being an uncovered discipline. I'm going to tell you who going to show us that, it's, that we need to get on the ball with it. Amazon. You see that deal that they made last week? Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Amazon said,
0: healthcare, if you won't do it, I'm going to show you how to do it.
1: Yes. Amazon, call me. Amazon, call me. Amazon, call.
0: Okay. We ready. (laughs) We ready. (laughs) Okay. But just think about, and I'm not taking anything away from anybody, right? Because I know it had to be a lot to go into that deal, even to building that business um, by One Medical. But overall, the premise, from what I get from the platform, is they're connecting you to it's kind of like an on-demand. I want a doctor, i to go to my phone. I got somebody on-demand. It is, it is. You know, let me tell I can't you more to it to, to, than that. But my point is, when we're talking about nursing and nursing informatics, no, that's us. That's this us. is our space. And I bet you, I bet you, at if we really wanted to get down, how many of those people that built that are actually nurses are in healthcare? Oh
1: yes. Oh yes, and I tell I I say this all the time like you know, that's one of the things that I've spoken to with my previous guests. It's like we I I I say this on this cast all the time. Organizations, you need to not build a healthcare EMR, healthcare technologies none of it without us none of it without a registered nurse or a clinician a certified registered clinician yes yeah. so yes yeah. so what are you most excited about in the future as it relates to what you're doing as it relates to healthcare as it relates to entrepreneurship what excites you the most about what's on the horizon so,
0: five years from now, my plan is to take Impact Nurse Consulting from a service based business to a um, product based business by productizing our services and getting off mm. into tech. I feel like we can scale more that way. We'll be able to reach more people and we'll be able to impact more, especially when we talk about our vulnerable populations. Going mm. uh, global and securing global work allowed us to open our eyes to see the challenges that exist not only within the United States, but the issues are the same throughout. And so, five years from now that's what I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. I don't know how we're going to do it but I'm not even worried about how we're going to do it because I am going to find the who who is going to help us do it okay that's the thing about entrepreneurship you got to get out of how am I going to get it done it doesn't matter go find somebody that that's there that that's their in that song. amen on. you're the visionary you create the vision let them run with it right
1: Amen. Right, so I'm
0: excited about that. I'm, I'm super excited about that. I'm excited for a nurse power network. That's a platform mm. that I also have that really and truly helps nurses to be able to find, operate, and then dominate in their nurse power as a nurse. And power mm. for us means purpose finding opportunities, getting willpower, helping them with real empowerment, right? Not the mean girl empowerment, and then connecting them to actual resources. So con- I'm you know, excited about the continued development and evolution of that brand and platform and just impacting, right? Mm-hmm. And building that pipeline. I say all the time, impact nurse consulting, why I founded it, it's not for me. Right. I look forward to the day where I'm able to sit back and have a CEO that is just doing amazing things with Impact Nurse Consultant and continuing to impact on a global um, scale and in that tech space, because that's definitely where we want to be in the next.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, let me tell you, Nicole, I love you. I love you. I love what you're doing. Tell the people where they can find you at all your social media handles, LinkedIn. Tell them where they can find you. Yes. So personally, you can find me across all social media platforms Instagram, Facebook, all that at Nicole
0: Thomas Inc. Impact Nurse Consulting. You can find us across all social media platforms at Impact Nurse Consulting. I try to keep it very consistent. And for my nurses out there that need community, real community, you can find us at The Nurse Power Network across all platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, our website. So everything is consistent throughout. So be sure to connect with us. We send out our monthly newsletters for all of those different platforms on a weekly basis. That's our commitment to the communities that we serve. I mean, yeah, connect with us if you're a healthcare organization if you have a business and you could utilize the services of Impact Nurse Consulting and you're ready for real impact and effective strategies that are going to move Mm -hmm. the needle, contact us we have an amazing team of professionals here that are ready to do the work
1: Congratulations by the way on your 6th anniversary of the Nurse Power Brunch in Essence Fest by the way Congratulations. That was a huge, huge, huge accomplishment. And I am so excited and elated for you all. I will make sure that Southern Girl Skincare is there celebrating with you guys next year because next year is year seven for you all. So any parting words of wisdom that you have for our listeners, any parting words of wisdom? The
0: biggest thing that I can, um, if I could leave, you know, wisdom with everyone, it would be to know that the journey is meant to be traveled mm. and the journey is meant to be traveled authentically to yourself. The journey mm. is not going to be a easy journey, but it's going to be a worthwhile journey. And on the journey, what I've learned that has changed the entire game for me is I no longer worry, how am I going to get through the journey? Now I look for who is going to help me get through the journey, right? And building those relationships. Relationships have gotten me into a place that none of my credentials could have gotten me. Amen. So that's what I would would definitely say.
1: Amen, amen. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining us today for another episode of the Outcomes Rocket Network, the Future of Global Informatics podcast. If your organization is looking for informatics talent, go to www.beryllus.net. That is www.b-e-r-y-l-l-u-s.net, And we can assist you in finding some of the best nursing informatics talent this continent has to offer. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day. See ya.